somber mood today on the I Love Seville network on a Tuesday afternoon in downtown Charlottesville. My name is Jerry Miller. Um, we're live on social media. If you know something about the program and this talk show, you know that we wear our, our emotions um, on our sleeve and today is no different. I was in the middle of hosting the uh, Jerry and Jerry show this morning when I caught wind um, about the passing of Wilson Ritchie um, in the wee hours of, of, of the morning. Um, and immediately I was floored. I want to take today's show to um, reflect on Wilson Ritchie. I mean, it's just all very like real and raw right now. The fragility and vulnerability of life is so real. The older you get, the more you realize how fragile life is. And the older you get, you ask questions, you know, why him or why her? Are they too young or they have kids or they have family or they got so many friends or that they're, they're at the top of their life or the top of their game and how could they not be with us anymore? I mean, questions that don't have answers to and you're left angry or you're left bewildered and you're left challenged and asking, you know, if there's a higher power, why would something like this be allowed to happen? And I have all those emotions, you know, racing through me right now. Um, this news has been reported by NBC 29. It's a press release from Almaro County and the police department. You can find it on the NBC 29 website. You can find it on the Almaro County Police Department website. It's a single vehicle crash. The 1300 block, 1300th block of Owensville Road, around 1.20 a.m. this morning. The driver was 47-year-old Wilson Alden Ritchie of Charlottesville, who was pronounced dead at the scene. And as NBC 29 has highlighted, this is a developing story. Um, I've known uh, Wilson for... I don't know, 15, 16 years. He's come on this network and this talk show, I don't know, many times. I couldn't give you an exact amount. Every time he's come on this network and this talk show, he's been a massive champion of the food and beverage and restaurant community, a massive champion of small business and a massive champion of the Charlottesville and Almaro County area and beyond. He lived life uh, to the fullest. He always, when you saw him, whether it's a downtown or one of his restaurants or while he was working or on his off day, greeted you with a smile and often a message that was authentic to the moment at hand. 
I loved running into the guy around town. I loved hearing about the new projects that he was working on. In the time that he's been in Charlottesville, when he first started working in 2001 at La Trois Restaurant, La Trois is where Guajiros is on West Main Street. Guajiros, of course, is about to move to the Peloton Station location. But since, you know, 2001, this guy has been, to say a fixture in local restaurants would be an understatement. In the last two decades, he's evolved into the face of local restaurants. A local guy who partners and empowers people on his family tree to launch brands and restaurants and, and food and beverage operations of their own. I mean, you talk about some of the brands and businesses that are on the Wilson Ritchie family tree. You start with Revolutionary Soup, which he purchased in 2005. And in 2005, Wilson worked as a cook at Revolutionary Soup on the downtown mall where it's still located. He opened a second location in 2007 on the UVA corner, another Revolutionary Soup. Revolutionary Soup, S wonderful place. Follow the KISS method. Keep it simple. Did a dozen or so things extremely well. Soup and sandwiches and, sa and salads in a quick serve, fast casual environment. Price fairly. Food made with love. No surprise they were popular. 2008, his son Alston is born. And Wilson wanted to be a stay-at-home dad. So he and some of his friends launched the Wine Guild, a wine buyer's club that could be run from home. The Wine Guild, Charlottesville, still in operation, just like Revolutionary Soup. He buys a farm in Esmont in 2011 called Red Row Farm, a farm where he sourced much of the produce and some of the protein for Revolutionary Soup. Then he really starts gaining momentum and making a name for himself in 2012 with the opening of the Whiskey Jar. Who doesn't love that place? When my wife and I and our family and friends go downtown, we often find ourselves there. Food priced well, beer and bourbon, made with love, common denominator for all his restaurants, food made with love. The whiskey jar in its early days, Wilson was the executive chef. It was grinding on the line in the back of the kitchen, making the food, designed the restaurant, a labor of love is an understatement. I remember when he took over the Escafé place. You guys remember Escafé? And he turned it into what is an icon, the whiskey jar, that 
you feel like it's been around for decades. It's 11 years old. But doesn't it feel like it's been around forever? I guess 11 years in a sit-down restaurant world is forever. He parlays the success at the whiskey jar, opens the alley light, alley light, just like Revolutionary Soup, just like the Wide Guild, just like the whiskey jar, still open. Fantastic experience. You go down a dark alley in a nondescript building with no branding, in a speakeasy type of environment, and you walk into a restaurant and cocktail bar that provides some of the best food and some of the best craft cocktails in the region. And it's a region known for food and craft cocktails. He helped shape that and build the brand. 2015, Wilson Ritchie partners with Rachel Pennington to open the pie chest. Pie chest was awesome. Rachel Pennington had a gift for pies, savory or sweet. Wilson Ritchie saw the talent, helped create the infrastructure for a location on 4th Street. Not just a location on 4th Street, but a, a kitchen on High Street where he buys a building, an afterthought of a building on High Street, and says, you're going to use this industrial kitchen in this location to take the pie chest to another level. And the pie chest could be open till this day. Rachel and her partner decided to, like so many of us coming out of COVID, to do something else with our lives. COVID changed everything. They said, we're having success here, but we want to do something different with our lives. I applaud them for that. Wilson sees talent with Cesar Perez. Cesar Perez was a sous chef at the Whiskey Jar. And Wilson partners with Cesar uh, Perez in 2016. And they opened the Bebedero. The Bebedero started in the glass building over there in between the downtown mall and Ix Park. Right next to where Bluegrass Grill was. That location had so many different iterations. It was what? The X Lounge. It was Glass House Kitchen. He starts the Bebedero there, gets immediate traction. Cocktails were good. Environment and ambiance was amazing, just like all his brands. He has a tendency to build not just restaurants, but brands. He built experiences. It was as much about the food as it was about the dining experience. And that's what truly created these brands of longevity. Babadero goes from the glass building to the upstairs location on the downtown mall and now to a massive location on the storefront or first floor level of the downtown mall, a building that Wilson owns. He parlayed a revolutionary soup, one location on the downtown mall, to not just a restaurant empire, but also significant real estate holdings. Ownership of the industrial location, the industrial kitchen for the pie chest on High Street, now the home of Hogwaller Brewing. Owns the building where Cafe Frank is. Owns the building where the downtown grill used to be. Now it's home to 
the Bebedero, and Rockfish Brewing. Got offices on the second floor. You don't see many restaurant owners parlay food and beverage, one of the most competitive categories of business, into real estate ownership. But that's the kind of businessman he was. And why he had success as a businessman? Because he understood the concept of treating people well, his team members. And you will watch today as his team members and staff pay tribute to Wilson Ritchie, and they're going to do it in the most positive way fashion. And you won't find many team members talking positively about their bosses, ever. But in this scenario, with Wilson, you will. Because he saw opportunity and potential and success and upside in his staff. He saw that in so many iterations of his brands. River Hawkins is a good example. Rachel Pennington, a good example. Cesar Perez, a good example. Jose de Brito, a good example. In 2017, he partners with Hunter Smith, Topin Brasserie Cezanne. He sells his interest in 2019. He takes over management in 2017 of Commonwealth Sky Bar and Draft Tap Room. Draft Tap Room, after he takes over management in 2017, sells in 2018 to new ownership for a nice chunk of change, thanks to Wilson and his team managing Draft Tap Room. If you've noticed, since Wilson stopped managing the Draft Tap Room, what's happened to Draft? Nothing. It's sat on ice, not even open. Wilson Ritchie's asked to open the restaurant at Violent Crown Cinema on the downtown mall. They open Kama, a Japanese concept. Bad timing for that one. Who would have predicted COVID and the pandemic would have shut down the world? No one. Devastated food and beverage, the pandemic. Kama has a short shelf life, but if you had any taste or any opportunity to try it in its early days, it was pretty damn good. In 2020, he's asked by the Chris Henry Dairy Market team, the team behind developing the Dairy Market Food Hall, to open the Milkman Bar in South and Central. The two restaurants, two of the three restaurants in the Dairy Market that are the end caps or the face of the food hall, it's the Milkman's Bar in South and Central and it's Star Hill Brewery. Dino has had success in, 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 in Dairy Market. He's got four, probably four, he's got the through. he's got the... The, uh, the pizza, he's got the pasta, and he's got the rotisserie chicken. I think Dino's got four stalls now over at Dairy Market. But when it initially opened, the toast of the town was South and Central, the Milkman's Bar, and the Star Hill Tap Room. And two of those toasts were managed by Wilson Ritchie's team, South and Central and the Milkman's Bar. He opens Cafe Frank in 2021. That restaurant was purchased by a manager in 2023. He still owns the building where Cafe, Cafe Frank is. He buys Dooners, a restaurant in Ivy Road that I've been going to for 23 years since I've come here. I remember going to Dooners as a first year at UVA when my parents came and visited. They took me and a couple of buddies there. Taking Dooners to another level. Partner with Christian Kelly, who's now the executive chef. Christian Kelly, another one of the great guys in restaurants. 
putting a huge deck and outside seating area on dooners. And in 2023, he opens Hogwaller Brewing in conjunction with Mark Fulton, the former co-founder of Reason Beer. He saw Mark Fulton got a raw deal with Reason and how things played out at the end with Champion. And he went to Mark, and he partnered with Mark, and they decided to launch Hogwaller on High Street. And now you go there, and the place is packed. It is packed. You got folks sitting outside, folks standing inside, and those burgers are dynamite. I just want to highlight, as we tribute a man that was not just a phenomenal restaurateur, but an even better person, I want to highlight some of the impact he's had on this community. Revolutionary Soup times two. The Wine Guild. The Whiskey Jar. The Alley Light. The Pie Chest. The Bebedero. Brasserie Saison. Management of Commonwealth Sky Bar. Management of Draft Tap Room. Management of Kama, the Japanese restaurant and the movie theater on the mall. Launch and management of the Milkman's Bar and Dairy Market. Launch and management of South and Central and Dairy Market. They've since exited both of those management agreements. Cafe Frank, Dooners, Hogwaller Brewing, Real Estate Ownership, Downtown Grill Building, second floor with the offices, Real Estate Ownership, Cafe Frank Building, Real Estate Ownership, Hogwaller Brewing. Got kids, this man. I was reading Simon Davidson in Charlottesville 29. And Simon Davidson of Charlottesville 29 did a five fines on Friday. I think that's what Simon calls it. And one of the folks he featured was Lisa Ritchie, Wilson's ex-wife. And Lisa Ritchie had an opportunity to highlight some of her favorite dishes in the area. This is Wilson's ex-wife. And in her story for Charlottesville 29 and her five finds on Friday, she highlighted Wilson's restaurants and spoke glowingly of her ex-husband. Now, I don't know about divorce. I hope to never know about the divorce. Love my wife dearly. But let's cut to the chase. Half of the marriages out there don't end in rainbows and sunshine. They end with paperwork and signatures and the splitting of assets. And the large majority of the time, this process is so agonizing, it creates and breeds angst and anger and disdain. But I read this on Charlottesville 29 from Lisa talking about Wilson, and I straight up am like, God, she still she adores this guy. She's glowing of her ex-husband. That's not common. 
glowingly reviewing and speaking positively of Wilson. And these five finds on five finds on Friday on Charlottesville 29, the website that Simon does well with. And dude, I'm left here this morning as a father of two kids, just like scratching my head, like asking, what the what the actual heck goes on with the world where a 47-year-old person in his prime gets taken away from a community that loves him dearly. You grow up learning from your parents and your parents say to you all the time, life ain't fair. Life is never fair. Well, screw that. Forget fair. Talk about gone too soon. You ask questions. I'm a God-fearing person. Why would this happen? Challenging questions like, how can you allow it to happen? What about his kids? What about his family? What about all these folks that rely on him and work? Not just for work, but for friendship? And you know, you're just left like drowning in this like quicksand of questions. And who hasn't been in this position when it comes to death and someone gone too soon? Where you find yourself like drowning in a quicksand of, of like despair and questions that will never be answered. And the older you get, the longer you spend on the planet, the more you realize how precious and fragile life is. There was a time when I was college, 20s, even early 30s, where there was a sense of invincibility Anyone that's watching and listening to this talk show can relate to that. Remember those times in our lives where we felt utter invincibility? Like we could do anything? Then you have, I mean, for me it was like kids and marriage, where it's like you got these like people that rely on you that are, bring you so much, you know, joy and fulfillment and love that you can't even put into words. And I put things into words every day. Like I can't put into perspective the joy and fulfillment that my boys and my wife bring to me, but I know I feel it every day and it's inspiring and motivating and it makes me feel like the luckiest person on the planet. And I know that feeling is not unique to me. I know you guys share it as well when you wake up and you're surrounded by your friends and family or your loved ones or your kids. And then I think about that fulfillment and that joy. And then I wonder how 
crushing and devastating and sad it must be to be these people this morning that provided that fulfillment and joy for Wilson. Fair. Not fair that you grow up without a role model for his family, a guy that's birthed so many businesses and brands that will withstand that have withstood his life. I mean, his legacy is going to ring true through his businesses and his brands. And each time you walk into one of the places, if you know him, you're probably going to get a feel for something that you encountered with him or a conversation you had or an experience you had with him. I remember bellying up to the whiskey jar years ago and you had a a happy hour special at the whiskey jar. It was like a a Virginia beer and a uh, shot of bourbon for like eight or nine bucks during happy hour. And we had, you know, a Virginia beer, well, I did, and a shot of bourbon. He picked up the tab And for that 15 or 20 minutes of enjoying these spirits, a beer with a back, we talked about what we wanted to see from the businesses we were building. And I remember him mentioning that he wanted to empower the folks around him while being able to spend time with the folks he loved. And that resonated with me. I'm at his restaurant, belly up to the bar that he built, having a beer with a back that he was buying, listening to him, talking about building a business empire to empower the people that he saw potential in so he could spend time with the people that he loved the most. And if that's not... If that's not the American dream, what is? I'll bet you that there is a lot of people in this area, and not just in this area, because if you know anything about food and beverage and restaurants, it's a transient community, but it's a well-connected community. And I will bet you there's a lot of people this morning, this afternoon, that are gutted and down and angry and pissed and asking why or how or how could you let this to happen. And the real shitty part about all this is you're never going to get a clear-cut answer. Ever. And your steps are what? Grieving? Grieving's the worst. I get it's a process of healing, 
But grieving is the worst. Had a totally different show planned today. Forty-seven years old, Wilson Ritchie, as NBC 29 has reported today, died in a single vehicle crash in the 1300th block of Owensville Road. Gone, but I guarantee never forgotten. And I'll remember all the interactions, just like you guys will, that you have with this guy. Gregarious, jolly, outgoing, upbeat, contagious positive energy, zest for life, sees opportunity everywhere, a leader, a galvanizer, businessman, family man. I won't forget that time of bellying it up to the bar at the whiskey jar with a beer in the back and him explaining to me what his hard work meant to him and why he worked so hard to empower the people around him with those that had the most potential while creating the free time for him to be with family and friends. We all should learn a little bit about that. Fair. Forget fair. When you go home tonight, you hug your family and your friends and you tell them you love them. And do it every day. Because life ain't fair. It's effing fragile and you make sure your people know how much you care about them my name is Jerry Miller and this is the Tuesday edition of the I Love Seville show